party people. And of course, it immediately tells me like, hey, your computer is overheating and about to explode. Wonderful. It's great. Everything's fine. Okay. Now it went back to normal. <laughs> Fire's all been put out. And of course, now it's it's back on. I don't know, man. This computer has just been on the fritz for the mm. past like couple weeks now. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's always had problems and stuff like that, but. <laughs> it had a troubled anyways, youth. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this is episode 86 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. Hello, party people and everyone out there in podcast land. Mm-hmm. My name is Kyle. I am joined by Melissa. How yes. are you, Melissa? I'm doing good, Kyle. How have you been this week? Uh, this week has felt really busy and really uh-huh. stressful. Yeah. Um. No particular reason why. It was just yeah. one of those weeks. It was like there's just a lot happening. Period. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> but I did go get my ID renewed finally. Now, did you get your state ID renewed, or did you go for that learner's permit? I went with the state ID. Um, okay. And part of that was because I was like, this week is so stressful and so busy. The plan mm-hmm. originally was to go on a Saturday and, yes. and go get my thing renewed. Um, and then that's when I found out I didn't have my birth certificate and my parents had to mail it to me. Oh, yeah. And I had to wait for that. And that got there. It got stuck in the door. So I didn't think it came. And my parents were like, well, that was your last birth certificate. It was the only <laughs> real one. Oh, my God. Now you've never. <laughs> now you've never been born you yeah. accidentally george bailey yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like a strange benjamin button thing where yeah. it was just like instead of de-aging i just ripped up my birth certificate <laughs> Be like, take this government agencies i don't exist <laughs> um, no but that got stuck in my mm. door because we have the like slot for the mail there so i got that and then the plan was like, cool, I'm going to go on Wednesday. Okay. The coolest And I'm going to give myself like two nights to just study for this like permits test because it's not yeah. going to be difficult. It's just common sense. But it's been like eight years since I t- took that test. So yeah. I might want to like b- brush up on, on, on some stuff. And uh, Monday night. I was just incredibly busy and didn't get to do anything I wanted to, wanted to, wanted to mm-hmm. that night. Um, and so I was just like, well, now, now all I have is Tuesday night. I'm going <laughs> on Wednesday. I've told my work I'm going to be at the DMV on Wednesday. So it, it's, it's like set that I yeah. am g- 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 going. And then Tuesday at work was really busy, and I was just like, I don't want to do anything when I get home on Tuesday. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm just going to get the ID. It's so much simpler. <laughs> so that's what I did. But I can go back and then mm-hmm. take, t- take the test when I'm not as stressed. Yeah. But I'm not worried about it right now. When I took my driver's permit exam, it was, I think, the week before the 4th of July 
So the entire DMV office was decked out in patriotic decorations, and it made mm-hmm. me really nervous because I felt like America was watching me. <laughs> Don't let Uncle Sam down. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sam wants all citizens to have a car. Yeah, exactly. I So I, I went on Wednesday. Um, okay. And I, I went first thing Wednesday morning, and good God. The DMV is a nightmare. The DMV is awful. I I gotta tell. We all know that. No, let me. That's just. No, no. Let me tell you, Kyle. You gotta hit the right days and the right times, and the DMV can work very efficiently. You went on the fourth of the month. We all know that the very beginning and the very end of the month are the nightmare times. I didn't know that. No one told me that. That wasn't on my driver's test eight years ago. (laughs) Because then you would flip it around and then everybody would show up on the 15th and then the 15th would be the new nightmare time. And then you would have to go on the 4th. (laughs) But I went like first thing in the morning. I got there like an Mm. hour after they opened. So it wasn't even that, you know, like they're like, I was like, all right, if I get there at that time. Like the people who were like, I really need to, need to just get my shit done. Will be, 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 be there, and uh-huh. then I'll be one of the first ones behind them. So things will move fast, right? Yeah. And um, I was there almost all day. Wow. I I I got out at like two. What? Yeah. From I was hold there on. From what like, time did you show up there? I I got there just past nine, and I was Ooh. there till two. And I was just like, okay, I'm sitting here waiting, doing nothing. This is great. Wow. Oof. Um, yeah, and we we have a huge DMV here in Richmond. Um, this is bigger than the one that we had in Northern Virginia uh, that I actually went to go take my permit mm-hmm. test at. Um, and yeah, they have like, 20 something different stations for people to be helped at and this thing was just packed wow oh god there's more people than i expected here (laughs) this is not good this is not fun and so i wait all that time i get up to the thing and they're they're like okay we need all your forms and documentation and all all that stuff um and so i hand them all the documents and they go and your forms? And I was like, I they never gave me forms. They like I went up to the guy to check me in. I was like, I'm here to renew my ID. I have all the stuff. He's like, okay, here's your number. Yeah. Like, cool. Thanks. And they were <laughs> like, oh, you well, you needed to get a certain form to fill out to make this happen. So I was just like Oh no, they're gonna send me away, right? Uh, thankfully, they did not, and they were like, "You can fail it out right now. It'll take two seconds." Yeah. Um, and, How much yeah. info was on there? The card is only—it's this big. Not yeah. There's there's not much. <laughs> so they they got that squared away. So I should be getting that soon in the mail sometime. So one crisis averted. Whew. Do you think you looked handsome in your card picture? I looked fine. 
<laughs> I don't like it, this was not like a glamour shot by the dead. Right? I want to so, look like, like the new footage of Batman. Because <laughs> when I got my Ow, first Sorry, license, my like, I think I, it was in the middle of the summer. So I was just sweaty and greasy. It was mm-hmm. like, August or something. I looked miserable because it was so hot oh, outside. No. And also, like, I didn't really know how to do my makeup very well then. I had yeah. my license renewed October before last. I'm like, I know what the deal is now. So I'm like, what is a photogenic shirt? I'm going to do all my makeup. I'm going <laughs> to do my hair. It is shellacked down. The wind's not getting to me. I really tried. Like that was a point of pride for me. Like I want a good license photo. There you go. Did did you smile? That's that's the thing that I wouldn't know. Why is my yes. scene switcher thing not working now? Come on, Stream Deck. What are you doing? Whatever. So so you smiled for your as picture. much as I felt like was suitable. Okay. I I did not, but I looked pleasant. Oh, like, that's I'm not good. sitting there like mean old mugshot, <laughs> like like when your dad accidentally clicks like the front facing camera and mistakenly takes a picture of himself. Right, like it's it's not me sitting there like. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's it's uh it, yeah. It was just it was just like resting happy face. Oh, good. It was good. Time well spent. But yeah, so that was a nightmare to get done. That kind of summed up my week. Yeah, oof. So, uh, <laughs> so let me ask you this. What is... Okay. This is something I did not put on the, the list. Oh. I, ju- I just thought of it. Surprise. Kind of right before we went live. Um. What was the first TV show that you remember watching that um that you knew you shouldn't have been watching? Mm. I don't know because we watched a lot we were TV children. This is the okay. benefit question mark of being the later children of parents who already had one kid when they were younger. Like sure. They're not very protective of you, and they're old and tired. So they're like, here, kids, the television, your your third parent, TV race as well. Boob tube. There were things that, like, dad would let us watch that mom didn't like. Mom didn't like King of the Hill, which is a very (laughs) tame show. It is among the tamest, quote-unquote, adult shows you could watch. I think it was like... Here, here's the thing about King of the Hill is that I think Hank Hill casually curses more than like a Homer Simpson does. God Homer damn Simpson it, just says dough. Exactly. Homer Simpson damn just it, says dough. Speak English. Hank Hill's <laughs> gonna say damn it, and Mom didn't like that. But Dad was like, yeah, it's it's fine. So there were there were debates between the two of them. Oh, okay. When I'm ten years old. I, my mom takes me to the Sam Goody at Jamestown uh-huh. Mall. Okay. Good <laughs> she store. Says like it, and this is Sam 2000. Goody. So I think DVDs exist, but we don't have a DVD player yet. They're not super common. 
So right. she's like, you can buy a tape for your 10th birthday here at the Sam Goody. And I bought uh, Tenshi, whatever iteration of Tenshi was airing on Toonami at the time. Muyo Pro- Universe probably in just Tokyo. regular Tenshi Muyo, yeah. yeah. I don't know what version, but I like Tenshi. And I saw, and I go to the anime section. I'm old enough to know what anime is. <laughs> like, I, would, I want an anime movie, please. And I'm looking at all of these, and there's a Tenshi movie. Uh-huh. And I think I'd read enough in my anime magazines that I would get at Blockbuster to know it's like, oh, this might be like an OVA, the original video animation, like those directed videos. I would like one OVA, please. <laughs> one OVA, please. A single egg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like those direct-to-video movies they would make that yeah. were kind of in continuity and kind of not. Like, I had a sense of what those were. Yeah, like, it, it's kind of one of those, like, retellings of, like, the first half of the, the, yes. of the sh- show. Right. Yeah. So I bought this tape. And my mom had no idea what it was. But she's like, oh, this is one of those shows you watch on Cartoon Network. Okay. So she buys me the tape. And some night I'm watching it. And it starts to get sexy. Oh, that show is very horny. But the version they aired on Toonami at 4 p.m. is not. And I didn't really have an idea of that. Like, you know an Outlaw Star where they have the, the naked robot woman floating in the tube oh, yeah. and she powers their spaceship? And for Toonami, like, they put her in, I? like... The, yeah, they, I? like, painted a bathing suit for? on her. Yeah. I had no idea that was painted on. Like, I'm 10 years old. Like, I can't tell. I would have yeah. no reason to believe she didn't come with a bathing suit on. So I, I wasn't real, unless I like specifically read something about it in An America magazine, I didn't really know like what was censored and cleaned up for the Western and often young adult audience. So I buy this movie and I'm like, oh no, this is sexy. Did you watch one of the Hot Springs episodes? No, because there, there's that one, a, he's like, oh, dad, you're not teaching me to be a peeping Tom, are you? <laughs> it's not that. No hot springs <laughs> in this one. It might have been in like the Tenshi in, in Tokyo universe. I don't know. He's okay. like off at school. There's like a girl at school that he likes. I don't remember what this movie is actually about. I really don't. All I know is That's, like, yeah. oh, dang, there's boobs in this. Because then that means... <laughs> It's like 10%, oh, cool, boobs, and 90%, great. Now what am I going to do with this? Because this means <laughs> I can't just watch it all the time. If I want to watch this again, I like, there's no, it's very hard for me to hide this. What if my parents, like, fast forward doesn't go that fast. They're going to walk past and they're like, what are you doing with this boob movie? <laughs> 10. So, like, what's up with this meant, dang booby cartoon on the right. boob <laughs> so this means I can only watch this movie like if I'm home alone or like if I wake up very early or like Amazing. I'm up late at night. Like one of those nights where your parents fall asleep before they tell you to go to bed. Mm-hmm. These yeah. rare, wonderful nights where it's like, well, you didn't tell me I had to go to bed. So I stayed up until 1130. Oh, Melissa. That's <laughs> child's play. Child's right? play. <laughs> Well, that was late for me, you know, at, at 10. But yeah, I accidentally oh, Melissa, bought... you went to bed? <laughs> I did go to bed. I like bed. Bed, good. Yeah, so when I was 10, I accidentally bought a 16 and up anime VHS because we didn't know to look for a 16 and up marker on the box. Yeah. 
Okay. And it wasn't until after I got it home and got halfway through the movie that I noticed it was there. Yeah, and thus Melissa discovered harem animes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so I I asked you this because I posted a gif of the t- the tweet that was it was just like, "Hey, we're going live," and it yeah. had a gif of celebrity deathmatch. And I think that was maybe the first show that I watched without my parents knowing, thinking like, I mean, it's not too bad, but I know my yeah. parents wouldn't want me watching this. It is like crude. Yeah. Yeah. It was like overly violent and crude. And there was just like weird, dumb jokes that I'm, I'm sure haven't aged well at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I was just like, man, how old was I when I was watching that? Apparently, I must have been, like, anywhere between, like, 8 and 10 when, when I was sounds right. watching that. Because I, I think that's when it first aired. I have their Wikipedia pulled up. Uh, two television pilots were broadcast on MTV on January 1st and 25th, 1998. The series proper premiered on May 14th, uh, 1998. And ended on June 6, 2002. And then there was like a revival or, yeah. or two down the road. But yeah, that was the first one. But that was overall fairly tame. Mm-hmm. The next one that stuck in my mind uh, was on the channel G4. And it ah! was it was uh, a show called Unscrewed. Oh, and it I was remember this, like, this talk name. Show. Yes. You, yeah. It was like this kind of tech-related talk show yeah, uh, type of thing. So, number one, the fact that it was a talk show, I was I was just like, that's what adults watch. So Yes. Like, it's like reading a kids newspaper. Kids don't watch talk shows, yeah. So, I was like, okay, what's the deal with these talk shows? <laughs> right? In, in my yeah. best Jerry Seinfeld, what's the deal with these talk shows? Um, but, uh, the, the thing that they ended up, that they started doing on that show is they would go to these, like, pornographic websites that these girls would make, and they would review them. (laughs) And, and they would, like, sign up for membership and, like, talk about the website and what you got and here's the benefits and all of that stuff and they they would show a, a, a couple pictures that were like censored for tv yes. um but they they had all of the links on their website I, they, they were like I, and you can go find out more on our website and melissa i had no that idea is how i discovered porn okay <laughs> i had no idea that tech tv and g4's consumer products review content extended to uh here's the various benefits you can get if you sign up for this porn website yeah like it it it, it was just a random bit that they did it was really funny um just that it was there <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what what is this 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 is staff pick of the month <laughs> right porn star of the month um <laughs> But yeah, like I once they started doing that, I was like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. Mm -hmm. This is 
I I am a pure Christian boy. That's right. Don't <laughs> don't don't watch Kyle. I, I am like peeking be between my fingers. <laughs> see, I had none of that. Like. Oh, man. I, I, I was lucky to escape any kind of religious guilt about adult entertainment. And, and and then, like, it was, it must have been one of those nights that I'm, like, watching G4 and MTV super late at night. Because mm. eventually, I had a TV in my room with cable, or with <laughs> satellite TV. So I had, like, 2,000-something mm. channels, right? Um but my room was in the basement and my parents were on the third floor of the house. So I was like completely other universe. The third uh, floor? Yeah. What? There's three floors plus the basement? No. Okay. Basement. I, I yeah. One, I mean, two? Middle floor, I guess, is floor one. So okay. floor two would be where my parents are, are okay. at. And then right. I was in the basement. <laughs> but three floors total i was picturing you living in a very very tall skinny house from like a wes anderson <laughs> movie we have yet to see i in college i eventually lived in a row house so it was very narrow yeah just like went back for a long long time um but yeah i i, I remember like watching that late at night and then after that flipping around the channels and like stumbling on some like hbo channel that we didn't have but it had the mm. static so like maybe i could catch a boob or like a girls gone wild infomercial oh, yeah, i remember those infomercials they were amazing they were terrible mm -hmm. yeah that was just a random random thought that came to mind that's mm -hmm. no, a good that's no, a good question yeah speaking of adult things i wanted to ask yes. you what is this is the boring side of adult things what is the most mundane item that you have ever bought for yourself as a treat Ooh. um the stuff that's come to mind is like new towels right like bed sheets yeah um but it like i also bought it at a time where it was like okay i need these things i want to step up like i i don't want to be that like poor college kid yes. i need more bed sheets and not these raggedy towels and mm -hmm. and stuff like that so they were good purchases in that sense um more recently, I bought a bunch of fake plants. Oh, cool. I love fake plants. Hello, plant friend. Oh, that's a nice one. That's high quality. Yeah. Uh, I bought... It, it was three of them about this size, if you guys can see on the video. Um, I bought them off of Amazon. I have two on either side of my TV, mm -hmm. and then I have... This one here on my desk. And then I was like, good. I need more. Yeah. Uh, and so I bought little smaller, like, fake succulents. Oh, oh, oh it's precious. Um, yeah, and I have that one. I So I, I, I bought a pack of nine of them. 
So there's, you know, Ooh. stuff like that. Um, I guess, yeah, Melissa, you're in that camera there. Yeah, I can see him. But, yeah, I've been wanting some more green, some more, like, plant life in my room. It's good. I have five separate instances of fake plants in my apartment. I've got a vase of fake flowers on my desk. I have a hanging planter in my room. I nice. have like a cute little fake potted plant on like the back of the toilet tank. Cause you got to use mm-hmm. something to fill up that space. And then I've right, got yeah. one on my bar cart and one on my little coffee table by the patio. And then I've got one on my desk at work. I, I am all about the fake flowers life. Like I, if yeah. I had more money, I would spend a lot of it on fake flowers. I, so like that is, also part of me being like i don't want to be a broke college kid anymore i'm about to be 30 this year yeah i don't want to live that life so i need more decorations that make things feel like homey yes right just like i i i feel like i'm an adult when i live in a home um but i i I, I'm just like confined to my bedroom most of the time. Of, <laughs> Are of my you own confined accord. there, or is that just where you huddle? <laughs> That's where I huddle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm free to go wherever <laughs> I want in the house. Um, but, but I, I, I like being in my my room by my, mm. my own space, and I. I tend to, I like, I like, you can see all the like neon lights and colored lights and all that stuff. And a lot mm-hmm, of people think mm-hmm. that's, oh, that's just giggy gimmicky and stuff like that. But I like it. I think it's right? really cool. Um, I, Kyle, I, I found great. myself in a dilemma this week. I have the string of Christmas lights that I have hung up like over my TV set in the living room. So that when yeah. I'm watching a movie or something, I turn off all the lights. But those that are like kind of behind lights, the yeah. TV and over it. So it like, oh, it's some ambient mood lighting and it helps yeah. with like the eye strain from watching one very bright box in an otherwise completely exactly. dark room. Like two thirds of that strand burned dead this week. Oh, and so no. now I have to figure out the best place to buy Christmas lights in the middle of March. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Amazon is where you can get them just like fairy lights. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I got to find the right ones, and I got to find them at a good price. I'm going to ask my dad, like, hey, you are constantly in a hardware store of some Mm -hmm. kind. Which one of them's around here, like, still have got a a back shelf full of Christmas lights in the middle of March? Yeah. One of them must. I'm I'm sure they'd be tucked away somewhere. Right. Uh, I wonder if, like, a party store, like a party city or something would have some. They might not have very great ones, but I don't know. See, that's the thing is that I don't want to get cheap ones because then what if they break? And it's like, well, now it's the middle of August and I still need to find Christmas lights. I'm just prolonging the problem. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if there's like a brand of trusted Christmas lights. Like this is the brand that you need to get. Philips? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Westinghouse. Um. But but yeah, like I so I I t- I tend to get like blackout c- 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 
curtains yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know if you can see it on camera, Melissa, no. but if I go to my one, you guys can see like this white curtain on the window there. That's new. Um, and that is a blackout curtain. So now in the mo- like Sunday mornings when we record the review show, it won't be yeah. as like there's ambient daylight coming in and it mm-hmm. makes everything look like super washed out. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now it's going to be like, it's that like reddish pink. <laughs> yeah. So it'll look cool. a little bit better. But then, yeah. I, I, so because I do all of that, I'm like, yes. I need plants yeah. that need zero sunlight. Plants that can thrive <laughs> in the dark. Exactly. What are those ones? And I like, I I can't be bothered to water these things. So it's like, I need plants that need no light and no water. <laughs> what are those? Plastic. <laughs> Plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So mm-hmm. I, I've, I've bought um, those three that I mentioned and then a set of nine of those succulents. And I have like six of the small succulents out underneath my TV. So that looks a lot be- 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 better. Nice. Two of them here in front of my computer. Uh, and then I have one on like my dresser so who knows what ones i will buy next but it, it's it's mm. nice to just like yeah. feel like you, you, your, your space is home right this is why i like, love i just have a bed right. <laughs> god it's awful it's have you ever dated someone whose bedroom had absolutely no comfort or ambience to it not uh no yeah no oh well lucky you then because i have (laughs) i have been faced with this with just square bland warmthless man bedrooms (laughs) understandable understandable Like, I, most of my furniture is still my childhood furniture because <laughs> my parents, like, bought really nice furniture. Way um, to go. Yeah, and, like, it's it still works. It's still st- sturdy. It's not, like, something you can get off of I- 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 Amazon or Ikea mm-hmm. and it, it'll fall apart. It's actually made from wood and all of that stuff. But I've still been, like... It's my childhood stuff. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want this. Like you you can still see the like. What was that? No, this dresser I've got behind me. I've had this dresser my entire life. On one of the side panels of like the dresser part of it, there is an old marker drawing my brother did that we've never figured out how to remove. And (laughs) I'm never getting rid of this thing. I love it. I can't do without it now. Yeah. But it's it, it, it's like so I'm I'm at my childhood d- 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 desk right now, and it works just fine. Except I wish it was just wider. Yes. Like I'm bigger now, especially with all this <laughs> podcasting stuff. Like mm-hmm. I I I just need more space. Yeah. For all of this stuff, and it would be fine. But I have shelves or, or like drawers too mm-hmm. so that takes up like half of the like leg space and all that yeah. it's like if i could just 
spread out and do my thing. You know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I need a freeform wiggle desk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've heard of the wiggling devil statue. Have you heard of the freeform wiggle desk? <laughs> it wiggles in sunlight, which there is none. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've, I've been like upgrading shelves and doing stuff like that. Like I need more bed sheets and towels. Yeah. And so those are good goals. I had some free time this afternoon and I went to a TJ Maxx and this was how I treated myself on this fine free afternoon on payday was I bought a new uh, filing compartment for papers and uh -huh. folders and a clipboard. This was my there treat to me. It's like you get to have a clipboard. Because <laughs> you, you always like you never think you're going to need one, and then you find yourself missing a clipboard, and you're like, "I wish I had a clipboard." <laughs> you can't be too I've, prepared. Yeah. So I've I I mean I I I think I've mentioned it here on the podcast before, but my cubicle at work might be more like the military touristic no nonsense yes. stuff that you have had nightmares about uh <laughs> with with your boyfriend's rooms because <laughs> uh, i so yeah i'm i'm part-time mm. at my job as as part-time as i can be without being full-time yeah like they they have to send me reminders like hey you're getting close to your hours don't go over or we'll have to like Pay you. <laughs> Kyle, you should like let them know, hey, I'm gonna be 30 this year. Can I have a full-time job, please? I've been asking for five years. I Ugh. all right, so I'm about to vent some frustration real okay. quick here. Okay. I have been working there for five years now. I started as a student, uh, and then I was basically only a student working there for like mm -hmm. two or three months and then it was just like okay well i live here in richmond still so i'm just gonna stay with this job yeah when i first started there was like four or five student workers doing all of the stuff that that i did um now there's only me it's just me like I am doing the work of what four students did before. So, yeah. eh, you know, uh, but it, the job paid well enough. I remember they gave me one raise uh, that I noticed in my paycheck. They didn't tell me, but it was just like weird. My paycheck is bigger. And then the next, you know, that next one was like, that, that was the same size. So I guess it wasn't a mistake. Yeah. If it was, I'm not going to say anything. But, uh, mm. <laughs> um, and, and then every so often I would just be like, hey, what can I get more hours? How can I go full time? What, what do I need to do to yeah. make that happen? And I got told something different every single time. <sighs> um, in fact, I got told, hey, when this person leaves, Right. You can go yeah. full time. Like it, we we can't hire you on full time because the position you would be in is occupied. 
mm-hmm. right now. So when that person leaves, you can go full time. That person was my direct supervisor. Well, my direct supervisor left and they did not hire me full time. And I brought that up and I was just like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. you told me this would happen. Um, and eventually the team after that supervisor left they kind of read like their reasoning for why i didn't Mm -hmm. get hired full-time is they kind of i i I guess originally my position was considered in the it department though i didn't do anything it related Mm -hmm. um and 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 so when he left they kind of reorganized and they put me with a new team which mm-hmm. is m- m- more our marketing and communications yeah. t- team, which is more more accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was in that it was just like somewhere in that shuffle, it got lost that they were they were like, "We're gonna hire you full time," uh, <sighs> and it was like, I don't know, six months, eight months until they moved me up to the third floor. I was in the basement of our b- b- building That's with right. the. IT- guys the rest of my team was on the third floor and then they were like okay you need to start coming to meetings and all that stuff and it was weird because my old supervisor was like yeah you don't need to go to meetings and stuff um and so it was this weird thing of like you're a professional like you should be at the meetings and i was like well that'd be fine but like i'm a part-time worker i'm not staff like Mm -hmm. i'm the hired help here like i yeah if there's something impo- important you can just tell me but going to meetings like i i, I had one this morning i've now gotten into the ha- habit of finally g- g- going to these yeah. meetings i stared at the floor the entire time i've stared at the floor the entire time of all of the meetings i've been to mm. because they don't pertain to me it's stupid yeah but they moved me upstairs to the third floor um and then I want to say about a year after that, I kind of started noticing some things of like the way they were treating me. And it was like, the, I I could tell they wanted me a part of the team a lot more. Yeah. But it was still just like, no one has told me my job has changed. No mm-hmm. one has t- told me my responsibilities have changed. Why are you treating me differently in a set like it seems like you want me to be a part of the team but no what's telling me anything why are you holding me at arm's length so i mentioned some things along those lines and they're like no we absolutely want you to be a part of the team uh you're not the only part-timer on the team some of mm-hmm. our riders are part-timers and and stuff like that and i was like all right well that's fine but i that's not what i do uh and then i was i was like it's been like two years since i've gotten a raise Mm -hmm. i like you guys gave me one automatically once and uh, like i don't don't, did it stop for a certain reason i don't know and they asked me how much i was making and then uh they gave me and it was a huge raise whoa uh, but it it's still like that's debatably entry level salary <laughs> oh no so like it's still like i, I can still say for a part-time j- j- job i am paid very well uh-huh. um, 
but it's it's just like it like this is this is barely what you would pay someone for an entry level position anywhere where else mm-hmm. all of that goes uh-huh. to say this is like the p- point that i'm okay. trying to to make we had one of our quarterly meetings today mm. and then it was just like it was more so a presentation by like the vice president of our who knows what um, yeah and he was like this is how we're doing we're fundraising this much numbers this st- statistics that um and then someone from my department got up and was explaining some of the projects that our team was working on i'm sitting there confused i haven't heard of any of these things what i like we're working on a new magazine we're consolidating the old magazines huh that's strange i've been here for five years longer than the graphic designer that's on the project uh and i've been asking for more design work uh that like they've been here a shorter amount of time than me i've been asking to be on more creative stuff nonstop for the past five years why was i not to- told like i've been uh, being like put me in co- coach yeah this is what my degree is in i can yeah. do this stuff the stuff you're having me do now is not mm. what i'm good at like <laughs> mm-hmm. and so it's just like <sighs> okay they're gonna get a real serious talking to Right. Uh, real soon. And it's the thing, like, I'm coming up on five years, mm-hmm. and I've seen a couple people get, like, minor recognitions for yeah. being at the company for five years. Um, and so I'm kind of – my, my five years will be in April. Uh-huh. I think it was, like, April 4th or something. Um, but – uh. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to kind of wait till shortly after that to see if there is some kind of being like, congratulations to Kyle, who's been here for five years for doing nothing. We haven't <laughs> given him shit. But uh, then, 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 yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. I, I, your campaign is called Invest in Me. Mm-hmm. Me. Put your money where your mouth is, okay? <laughs> Me, the boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that was a big long job talk <laughs> rant. Thing. No, I just I feel that it. That yeah. meeting was just like I've been here longer than most of our design team, and I've mm. been asking to be a designer. And you, <sighs> okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. The way my job works is that uh, we work for this client, and mm-hmm. there are certain things that we have to report to uh, the client contacts, right? And I've been doing this specific job for over two years now, and I've gotten yeah. very seasoned at it. I take it very seriously, <laughs> I try and be very detail oriented and like authentic and attentive about everything. And so now I have to report to some of these contacts that are brand new. And I know Mm -hmm. this is the structure. It is my job to talk to them. When I have a question, I turn around and I ask them and I am finding like 
you don't know how this goes, do you? And I can't blame you because it is a very complex field. Of course, you don't know all of this stuff when you've been on the job for a month. But boy, is it frustrating that I have. (laughs) This doesn't go the other way around. Just because you work for the actual company and I am a contractor, I am stuck at this one power level and I can't get above it. Yeah. Yeah. So. (sighs) My job's about to get a real strict talking to. (laughs) Well, make it like a a positive talking to. Like if you want to make a magazine, make a heckin' magazine. And then, well, not an entire magazine. That's difficult. But like. Hey, I made yeah. an example five-page spread of things I could do if you put me on that team. Look, because this is what I do yeah. when I'm like, I want to make more decisions here. Instead of saying, what sort of email response would you like me to send? It's like, hey, I drafted a potential email response. Could you approve this or give me some tips? And that's been yep. working much better so far. Yeah, indeed. Oh, let's, so move let's on talk about movies. From- job stuff yeah let's (laughs) there are like two bits of juicy news stuff for movies that i know we want to talk about let's start out with artemis fowl oh boy so i know you were just champing at the bit right talk about this so the new trailer came out finally a full trailer we had gotten a teaser in november 2018 yeah yeah, because this was, uh, was was this one of the ones that was bought up by Disney when they bought Fox? No, okay. So the book it was came out delayed. in 2000. I picked this book up also as a 10-year-old. This is happening parallel to me accidentally buying a movie with boobs in it. These things happen Meanwhile, in like the same Kyle couple months. Kyle is writing the same book while watching Celebrity Deathmatch <laughs> and discovering porn. Right, it's like we're both looking up at the same moon. Yeah. Right, so this book comes out when we're 10 years old, and it's got this little ad in the back saying, like, you could win a role in the upcoming Artemis Fowl movie. This was in development hell for a long dang time. It was going to be made by Miramax, a studio that I don't think exists anymore, and was bought out by Disney. Does Miramax exist or like, I don't know if it disappeared or if I just happen to have not seen any of their films in the last five years. Um, But anyway, at some point the rights got to Disney. Mm. So the rights got to Disney and they began working on it slightly more eagerly, but still not very fast. There was, I think like two years ago or something, it was finally said, we're doing it. We're going to make it. Kenneth Branagh is going to direct it, which sounds like a fine fit to me. In November 2018, we get a teaser that barely shows us anything, but shows us just enough to make me feel like, okay. And I knew like the author of the books is working on the script too. Like this looks attentive to what the books are, right? This looks fairly legitimate. That movie was supposed to come out in May the, no, it was supposed to come out in August. And then you told me, no, it had to get delayed until May. And if I remember correctly, it's something to do with like, because of the Fox merger, Disney had like obligations to release other movies first, 
Like they only had so many time slots and a bunch of movies that they like had to release. So they had to push this one. It is admittedly towards the bottom of the pile in terms of importance. Because you were so excited and you're like, it's coming out in a month. And I was like, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And so it is, you told me it's going to be May. They've stuck to May. It's going to be May. This week, we got our first new footage in, like, over a year. And this is a full-length trailer that actually gives us a sense of what the movie is like. Finally. So This is such a long, prolonged event. Yes. Side note, uh, on December 20th, 2019, Viacom CBS announced they would acquire 49% of Miramax from BEIN. I I don't know how to pronounce that company's name uh, for at least 375 million with Paramount Pictures gaining exclusive worldwide distribution rights to the Miramax library. Viacom, CBS, and Miramax will also co-produce new content based on titles from the Miramax library. The deal is expected to close in the first quarter of 2020. So they're still around. Okay. one way or another maybe disney bought out like the publishing house that was making the books and that's how they got the movie rights i don't know doesn't matter we have a trailer now the trailer is what's important what did you think because i i I was a little taken aback by it is not what i expected yeah but i liked it right I like that this looks like the author who wrote this book initially like two decades ago has taken like the same bag of Scrabble tiles, like all the same ingredients are there and he just shook them up and dumped them out. And he's like, what new words can I spell? Like the same stuff is there. Just the narrative and style of it is different, but I dig it. I kind of like that. It's like, well, you've known the other version for so long. Here's variant B. I'm yeah, down so with variant B. It's been forever since I've read the book. Right. Um, and so I don't necessarily remember what happened in that first book. Uh-huh. What can cause so from the trailer did this make it look like the story was going to be different? Yes. Okay. So to refresh Kyle and the audience who may not be aware. So this is the story of Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl is a 12-year-old Irish boy from a very rich family with uh, criminal enterprises. And he really looks up to his dad, who is this big criminal mastermind. And his dad goes missing during some criminal enterprise. And he's been missing for like uh, two years when the first book starts. And Artemis is 12, and he's a super genius. And he's decides well a lot of our assets have been frozen since dad has gone missing he is presumed dead we're surviving but we're not thriving i want to get the foul family back on top and i need to get enough money to stage like an even better search and rescue operation for my dad because i believe he's still alive somehow he figures out fairies are real yeah fairies are real and if you so I'll find just steal a, fairy, a bunch of fairy gold and you kidnap them, you can ransom them for fairy gold. Yeah. So this is what he does. He steals, he kidnaps this 
a young woman who's basically a fairy police officer on a, like an above ground mission because all the fairies like live below in like the crust of the earth. This is where they went centuries ago after they stopped living in peace with humans. So he kidnaps her while she's on an above ground mission. And the whole first book is just the siege to try and get her out of his mansion. And it's just him playing mind games back and forth with like the, the police team. Basically it's a hostage negotiation story. Yeah. And it's cool. But I get that they're like that Disney was like, what if he didn't kidnap someone? What if that was what if our protagonist was not a kidnapper, even if it is for good ish reasons? And at the end of the book, him and the kidnappy like learn to understand but each other and they're criminal. kind of frenemies. They're keeping some of it. Okay. And then oh, and then also in the second book, he uses his frenemy connections with the fairies. Yep. To now go, he finds out his dad has been um, kidnapped by the Russian mafia. Like, that's where he's been the whole time. And he's like, I need help going to Russia and getting my dad back. So that's book two. This movie is a loose adaptation of those two basic plot lines. It seems like what happens now is that there's Artemis and his dad. And his dad, it seems, has always known fairies are real. And is like this... It seems like he's a collector of strange and fantastic treasures, but secretly he's been a thief the whole time. And even secretly beyond that, he knows supernatural things. I don't know. And then a fairy kidnaps his dad. And then yeah. the butler, the family bodyguard, his name is Butler. This is part of the lore of the books. Like the concept that's, of that's a- what I was about right. to ask. I was like, I forgot his name. What was his but, what was the name of his the butler? His name is Butler. That's part of the lore that like the concept of oh a God. butler is named for this one family that has been doing that thing for centuries. That's wild. Right. So Butler has to be like, okay, Artemis, uh, your dad knows supernatural things. Now that he's been kidnapped, we need to go find him. You are a super genius. I trust you to do this. We're going to tell you all about fairies. Let's go get your dad. And it's more of like, yeah, like they flipped it around. It's still a let's rescue this hostage story, but they're going to get the dad. The dad's a major part of the story now. He doesn't appear much in these first two books because he is out of commission. They talk about him, but they don't talk to him. Uh, Yeah. And it's the whole, so the plot of the movie is more or less spy kids. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm not upset about. And it's got this, and like Artemis in the books to begin with, like he's always wearing these very sharp black suits. The Mm -hmm. fairies have like technology, like they're tech, they never stopped evolving and like making things. So like they're, you know, hundreds of miles below us in the crust of the earth with like super advanced technology beyond what humans have. And then they come up to earth with their like wing suits and their camera helmets and their time shields and all this wacky stuff. And they're like, Oh, Oh, look at the surveillance equipment. How quaint. Yeah. So it's got this 4k. (laughs) (laughs) We had that 10,000 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So the movie's got the plot of spy kids and this slick sunglasses and black suit wearing sci-fi meets tech men in black aesthetic to it, which I I'm was also down the for. The Kingsman. Oh, and the Kingsman, yes, also. Yeah, where he does like, that too. He's, 
introduced to this kind of like secret new world where he gets access to all these like you're right all this like (laughs) badass technology and fancy guns and they're all dressed super well and i just like Man, this is like You've the Kingsman got, no, that's, for kids. That's better than Men in Black, right? This is Kingsman and Spy Kids crossed together, but with fairies and dwarves yeah. and trolls and a centaur. Yeah. We don't uh, get to see him in the trailer, unfortunately. I have to wait until May to get to see my best centaur boy. What did you think of Mulch? Mulch Diggums. Mulch looks great. He's being played by Josh Gad, who I know is an actor that people at like have that they can grow tired of him. He's very, very good at playing an obnoxious character. And this is a skill I personally admire in him. He's excellent at that. He's a valuable utility player in the cinema world today. I think I, I think he's, he's, he's weirdly perfect for this. I would have never guessed Josh Gad, but I read this on IMDb. I'm like, this makes tremendous sense. Yeah. Josh Gad is in it. Hmm? I'm sure he'll do fine. I'm not super familiar um, with Josh Gad's Mm. filmography. I always envisioned Mulch more like an actual like troll. Like imagine Dobby. But yes. ha- it had like gone to the gym, or 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 okay. like had eaten like a bunch of pizza. Like he's not but he's thicker. He has a bigger belly. He's just bigger, but he's still small, right? Okay. And his whole thing is that he he can unlock his jaw, right? And dig like he like his his whole thing is he's the like tunnel digger so he'll yes. eat dirt swallow it and then poop it out like he has farts. the like he's old... a fart machine that's his skill that's his weapon is farts yeah I, like it i so i i pictured him in this like old timey like one color jumpsuit with the butt flap that you would see like <laughs> a, a, like a farmer yeah, yeah, like the old prospector in in his long johns. Like that's what I think of when I think yeah. of Moats. So to see this like highly stylized version where Butler is a black guy with bleached hair, they're all in like super nice swanky suits. It's all like Kingsman like. There's technology. I was like this is not what I pictured when I read this book at all. Yeah. But I like it. It's kind of right. cool. Like they seems like they just threw it in. They threw it in a big bag and they mixed it up like checks mix. Judy Dench is playing Commander Root, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> Looking up picture of a uh, Oh, and Colin Farrell plays the dad. And again, the dad, not a major part in the books. I know Colin Farrell was going to be in this movie. I know the dad was going to be in the movie for more than 10 minutes. But there he is. Yeah. One of the top 10 most handsome people I could name off the top of my head. (laughs) Like, this really seems like a movie for my inner 10-year-old and my modern (laughs) 29-year-old. 
<laughs> yeah. I look forward to it. Like, it looks cool. And I got to admit, even if it is a mess, like, I'm not going to care. It happened. It took it almost 20 years, but it happened. That's all yeah. I need. I'm just happy this is not vaporware. We should see if we can try and get, like, an early screener or, like, a, a like, can we go see, like, a review showing of of this uh, we've been waiting uh, hello, 20 years media. for this moment look i i applied to be in the movie originally in right, 2000 look i solved the code i never <laughs> solved the code no uh, but yeah like but that that'd be mm. fun i like that is one that i think i will be there opening night just with with a giant right. thing of soda and popcorn be like man this is amazing that this finally came out <laughs> And I don't know if I have any other local friends that are fans of this book, so I gotta talk somebody into doing this with me opening night. Absolutely. Speaking of, the new yes. Pixar movie Onward yes. is playing this weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, we already got our, our time picked out. We're on it. Oh, good. Did, did, yeah. did, did, did you want to do a reactor core yeah, I sure can. I think I think we mentioned that on the last episode of the reactor yeah. where we were like yeah. onward would would sure be a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's to the do. next major film coming out. Yeah, but we never talked about it. Let's make that happen. I think I might go okay. see it tomorrow. Okay. Um. So yeah, <sighs> I'm excited for Artemis Fowl though. Right, and if we go see onward, we're gonna get to see a trailer for it on the big dang screen. Nice. Also good. Yeah. Um, speaking of the big dang screen, something else is, uh, going to be on the big dang screen also much later. Speaking of, like, <laughs> what, movies that What got a transition, delayed, Kyle. Look, you know what? I, I'm, I'm just keeping the train rolling. We're okay? going, we're going. We're fighting on top of the train. Just like I'm, I'm, I, It's, it's, it's like one of those old, like, coal-powered trains and i had like just ran out of coal and i'm just like we need more coal and i have to like yeah find out where the coal is <laughs> anyways i thought this was interesting yeah. uh the newest james bond film has mm -hmm. gotten delayed due to the coronavirus yeah and this is due to come out in mid-april like five weeks away and they yeah. have now pushed it to november yeah that's a big big push um, but yeah, I mean, I, like, I've not really been paying attention to the coronavirus stuff outside of the stuff that I see in the video game yeah. industry, which it has been affecting a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and this was the first one, at least that I know of the first like movie that right. got delayed because of it. Like yeah, this I've never heard of anything like this. Because the movie wasn't done or something went wrong with filming or they mm -hmm. wanted to reshoot something. This is just like, we're worried no one will come see it. Or we're worried people will go see it and that yeah, will be too many that. people crammed into a theater. I yeah. mean, and I've never thought about it like that. Like, I've never thought about a movie theater as a, a, high, a highly contagion 
risky place to be. Like you think about bigger things like that, like with all these conventions and conferences being delayed. It's like, oh yeah, you know, that is a place you could show up and get germs on you and be sick. But I've been thinking about, oh yeah, movie theater. How yeah. you think about how many screens and how many people are in those screens and how many of them might be there at once. And yes, that also does seem risky. I understand. And money is changing hands. Right. Too, yes. And There's so many things always- moving. Yeah, like things are moving around. You got all these people sitting in the same seats one after another. I understand now. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, I think I saw something else on Twitter saying that Black Widow uh, is unaffected. They're they're not changing their schedule. And there was something else that was just like, yeah, we're not changing it. We're going ahead. Um, But yeah, like that that was... That was something I did not expect to see. Right. Like, especially because when you put this in our our Discord, it was just the tweet from the production company. And it's a tweet. It's not very long. And it just says something very vague, like, due to the global cinematic marketplace, we have decided to delay this film. And I'm like, what does that mean? And then I saw the article about the coronavirus. Cinematic marketplace. I'm like, okay, now I understand. But that initial tweet was very confusing. Yeah. Well, I like, I, I figured out what it was right away just because I had been keeping up with like, I wasn't all thinking stuff about of, it this company is pulling out of this event and all of that stuff and here's J- 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 James Bond being like yeah more time to die right. and like this was something <laughs> where like, I think James Bond does have a huge international audience I mean right. many yeah. things do nowadays but yeah. this is a franchise that has been going since the 60s like this really does seem like something where it is like a tradition in people like oh i go see every james bond movie opening weekend mm-hmm. you know i t- you know, i call up my parents and you know, my uncle comes like everybody gets around yeah. and does it this is an old yeah. enough franchise to have gathered tradition like that and so i understand that people would reach out and say we would like to all still be able to do this together later on in a safer time please and they're like Okay, we'll see you in November, <clears throat> which makes sense. I think all the other movies have been released in November. I was initially surprised when this was going to be released in April. Like a Bond movie doesn't feel like a spring summer movie. Those are winter movies. So I'm not really upset about it being delayed because this feels like the universe kind of correcting itself. James Bond is in April. Send a virus. No, no. I mean, like, like I'm, I'm glad that they are t- being precautious for public right, yeah. health reasons and delaying it. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it's like releasing one of the Lord of the Rings of the Hobbit movies in like July. It's like, yes, this is a, like there is a different feel between a summer tent pole and a winter tent pole, right? Yeah. A James Bond is a winter tent pole. Yeah. Well. I, I think we're slowly starting to see that happen less and less. But yeah, that's a whole different conversation. Mm. Um, but but yeah, so what do you think this will do in terms of marketing this film now? Because like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure like we were about to be bombarded yeah. with all of the new t- TV spots. And like in one month, James Bond doesn't die or something. And he does. <laughs> Go watch this and find out. Uh-huh. In theaters. April 27th. 
Jack and I were talking about this and she was saying that Daniel Craig was supposed to host SNL like the week before this movie was going to be released. And she's like, I hope he still does it. Will he do it again? Like, will he just do it twice this year? Once for the initial yeah. plan time and do once they, for when it's really going to be released? Do they do the, like, overused obligatory, well, I guess now you have more time to die joke uh, that, <laughs> I, that I just made a bunch of times. But, like... They don't mind it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, it'd be kind of funny to comment on that somehow. Like, I, like, I think... If he stays on and does something, I think Saturday Night Live could do something really f- fun and mm-hmm. clever with that. Yeah. Um, with that the idea of like, hey, you were supposed to be here to promote a new movie, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you don't like what if he gets there and they treat him like they don't know who he is? <laughs> and, and, and that's just the if running not, joke. If it's not like, the six weeks on either side of you having a movie release, we forget who you are. Right. Yeah, of, of 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 just like, hey, I'm here to promote my new movie, and they'll just be like, uh, we don't see a new movie on the list here. Uh, <laughs> so something, something so like that. Remember could be really to buy funny. Knives Out on Blu-ray and DVD. <laughs> yes, yeah, that would be great. You guys remember Logan Lucky? How about that one? Yeah, don't forget that Knives Out is now streaming on. <laughs> on Hear Netflix. me as the uncredited voice of a stormtrooper in The Force Awakens, now on Disney Plus. Right, right, and it's just like no one remembers that he's James Bond. That 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 would be so funny. I'd be down. Mm. Make it happen. Hire me Saturday Night Live. <laughs> well, maybe they'll take you for full time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I just I thought I thought that I thought that was an interesting. Yeah, I am bit. intrigued. I've never heard of anything like this. Typically, as you said, when you hear of a film getting delayed, it is because of it isn't ready, or the off chance this is too mm-hmm. close to something in the news. Like I when I saw that it was pulled, I wondered like, is there like a bioterrorism plot in this that like nobody knows about and they're like oh there's also a major virus in our movie let's wait and delay it but it seems like that's yeah not the case i've never heard of a movie Wasn't... being delayed for like international uh distress reasons yeah wild stuff yeah wild stuff melissa yes you have mice now oh yes what is this my roommate texted me earlier this week and said, there's a mouse at the Humane Society that I want. Is it okay if I bring a mouse home? And I said, yeah, that's cool. It's a mouse. You have a mouse in the house. Right, right. So she goes to the Humane Society and then she texts me and she says, she has a sister. I can't separate them. I'm bringing home two mice. <laughs> that's how they get you. Right. They get they get you with that stuff all the time. This time. Wasn't oh, there's an only two left. No. Yeah. <laughs> this they was upsell. her choice. Hell yeah. She sees her. They're, they're these two sisters. <clears throat> Their names are Pip and Squeak. Call this humane. <laughs> Sorry. She's like, <laughs> carry like, on. I can't, I can't split them up. Like they weren't trying to give her both. She just saw the two of them together. She's like, I got to keep the pair together. They're sisters. Mm-hmm. So. 
Now in a little cage in a room, we have Pip and Squeak. They're very oh. cute. They're very small. Yeah. Mice I don't know small. how many times I've like actually seen a mouse in real life, like right in front of me where I know it to scale with myself. Right. Oh my God. What? I have a story to tell you. Melissa. Okay. So. Cause mine's basically I, done. I, we just have mice now. I don't, they don't do much. They're just cute to look at through the colored plastic of the cage. She's going to get them <laughs> balls though. She's going to get them rolly balls and then they're going to explore there the, you go. the apartment, but we're not there yet. Or the house. I okay. may uh, have future mouse tales to explain. Is that the only pet that you guys have in the house? Yeah, yeah. I'm allergic to okay. cats. We don't really... Uh, a dog's too much of a, a commitment. I want to have a dog, but I want to have a dog like when I have a yard and like yeah. serious bank to put it in a good school. You know, yeah. I don't I don't personally want to raise a dog in a single-parent household. Like, I want my dog to have a father... So it's a long-term goal. Boyfriend first, then dog. So, I my the house I lived in before this one had some mice. So did the house that I lived in before that. These uh-huh. were not pets, though. These were okay. just like wild mice that like got in because they like, the house was just really old and the house mm-hmm. was Swiss cheese, right? Mm-hmm. Um, their favorite treat but in the house i lived in before this one my bed i i had it in the corner of the room um because it was it was the like i I, th- I think at one point like the upstairs was maybe all one giant room mm-hmm. maybe and they like divided it with a wall later on but um i i I had my bed in the corner, but in that same corner was like the old school like radiator mm-hmm. stuff. It did not work. It was not plugged in, but it like that was just this giant metallic yeah. thing that was in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought it was ugly. I thought it was kind of yeah. gross. Like it was you couldn't really sweep back behind mm-hmm. there and stuff like that. So I could like look back there and just see it's like okay there's a bunch of like rat poop or mouse uh. poop or stuff back there this is not fun so i mm. i always tried to cover it with mm. like cardboard and stuff like that and eventually i got like a shelf to fit on like on top of that yeah it helped make it look a little bit nicer and stuff like mm. that but before i had the cardboard i would sometimes hear the mice at night and I, I, I could hear him scurrying around and I would get something and just like stab it bed back there and be like, get out of here, pest kids. Mm. Uh, and I remember hearing one one night, but it sounded different. The footsteps mm-hmm. didn't sound like they were on the floor. They sounded metallic. What? So I was like, that's weird. I wonder if it's on top of the radiator. And so like... As slowly as I could, I reached for my phone, and I pulled it over, and I turned the flashlight on. And this this mouse, this motherfucking mouse, Mission Impossible style, like, 
arms and legs spread <gasps> out, holding himself up in between the slats of the radiator. Oh my god. And just looked at me like, oh, oh shit. He yeah. found me. <laughs> I've been disavowed. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I've been spotted. Mayday. Red alert. <laughs> and it was just... It was the funniest thing, and of, of 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 course, I shot up from my bed because this was like my my bed was right up against it. So if he were mm. into, he could have gotten into my my bed. But I was, mm. it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not gonna no. happen. So I I, <laughs> I like shot up to scare him, like back down, yeah. and yeah, he he ran <laughs> off. He was terrified, but uh. <laughs> Just Mission Impossible style, <laughs> holding himself up in between, <laughs> like his his arms go? were out and his legs were, were oh. out, like holding himself up, and he was like wow. sh- shimmying himself up. I've never walls. seen a creature do this. It was amazing. It was so funny. But it was it was it was still just like uh, a mouse was like two feet from my head and mm-hmm. like could have gone into my bed. Yeah, that's not fun. Not fun at all. Hopefully, you said their names were Pip and Squeak? Yes. There you go. You can hear them. My... Well, you, I don't know if you can, but I can hear them rolling around in their rolly wheel over there right now. They're I very rambunctious. But if I go in there, they, they get shy and they huddle up in a tube. Yeah, they're just like... Giant running. <laughs> well, hold on. To them, I am the same as any other woman. I yeah. am no bigger. I'm the, taller the, than my roommate is. Compared to them, they're they're so scary. Yes. I, I, but I'm a I'm a giant to a mouse, but I am a regular lady. Yeah, regular. No, oh no, regular lady. Here she comes. <laughs> that's your new superhero name (laughs) regular lady it's a regular lady uh, it's just me hi i am five foot five (laughs) i drive a sedan Regular lady. <laughs> I went to the gym and I'll have you know I ellipticaled two pole miles, so you better watch out. Yeah, maybe one day I'll do three. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <sighs> I'm 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 not like a mouse or rat person. Oh, I I I have considered getting an um a, a desktop pet, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like your hamster, gerbil, etc. Rat, perhaps. But it was always like, no, I just want a dog. Like, let me just wait and get like a full size one. Like, I don't want to buy the trial. I want to buy the full size product. Yeah. You like, I don't need a sample. Really, I know what I want. You, you you can't really cuddle with a mouse. Yeah. It would be nice to have a dog to cuddle with. Right? Yeah. So. Okay. Well, let's wrap well, things up there then. Yeah. It's getting a little bit late. A uh, little bit of housekeeping. If you did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. 
Um, you guys can find out more information on them on our website, thewhatnots.com, or your podcasting platform of choice. Just type in the whatnots, and we will pop up right there. Uh, I guess I should note that if you're on Spotify and you type in the whatnots, we are not the band. The, Go there down is to like the an old funk section. band named the whatnots. Yes. Yeah. Um, Melissa. What? I figured out what we're going to do for our 100th episode of the what? captain's log. We're going to review the whatnots. <laughs> We're we're gonna have a discussion about the whatnots music. We've n- I've never talked about. I don't them know what I would show. say. Like this is a great we we premise, to... but what if I listen to it and I have four minutes of content? I, that's why we'll do it on the captain's log, and it'll t- take as long as it needs. Okay, to, and this will be a bit on the one hundredth episode of the captain's that. log. Okay, yeah. got it. We'll yeah, talk about the yeah. whatnots of the band. Yeah. The whatnots of the band. The show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I I I I have heard a couple of their songs. Um mm. I've I know that Kanye West has sampled them a oh. couple times and stuff like that. And that's that's how I know of them. He told um, your and mom and she told you. Same. Yeah. Um but yeah. That's what we should do. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Uh, so if if you like what we do, you guys can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the whatnots for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, yeah. You guys can get access uh, to episodes early. You guys can get access to the live streams of the review show. Uh, you guys can get exclusive content at the $3 tier. We just did our D and D characters? Mm. We we made up some new D and D characters for one of those, and that was fun. It was the first mm-hmm. t- time that I had created a D and D character. I hadn't done it in a oh. long time. Yeah, that was good. Uh, that being said, we also want to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the five dollar tier. So thank you to Christine and thank you Sam for helping us Thanks, out a Sam. bunch. Thanks, Christine. Uh, we, we appreciate both of you guys. Um, I, I, I do just have to plug this. We are like a dollar away from reaching our first goal on Patreon. So yeah. again, if you like what we do, please consider helping us out. Mm. Um, go like, share, subscribe. Follow us on tw- t- t- Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube. I think we finally made it to 60 subscribers on YouTube. So let's keep that ball rolling. Let's get us above 60 so that we'll stay. We have to get at least nine more. Yeah. Yes. We we need nine more. 69 followers. And I'm good. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) 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 No. uh, But but yeah, we would love to get past... 60 just in case some of these subscribers are bots or yeah. stuff like that and we need a we need a buffer we do. need to be in like the yeah. 70s at least so that we know deep within that we do have a real 69 on our hands <laughs> exactly let's keep the ball rolling there melissa where can they find you online you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. I don't know why I'm laughing. 
<laughs> what? I I I I got this image in my mind of me choking, like I sometimes do at the end, where I'm just like, oh my god, I'm I almost choked on my own spit, and and then I I didn't, and I thought it was funny, and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. That's the show. You guys right, can find done. us on Twitter at the Whatnots. This has yes. been episode 86 of the Captain's Log. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>